Welcome to the show. Here's my dad. On this episode of the Infant Adoption Guide podcast, we talk about the how and why of building your adoption team with Becca Greenspan. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Infant Adoption Guide podcast. My name is Tim Elder. I'm an adoptive dad of two and working on number three. And this is the podcast all about domestic infant adoption. This is where we give you the resources, the inspiration, and the hope to shorten the time and decrease the cost of your adoption journey, make it less stressful for you. And all of this information is is all about domestic infant adoption. This is one of the few podcasts out there that is just dedicated to one part of the adoption world, which is infant adoption. So, and it's because I really, I want you to become the mom or dad that you want to be through adoption, to build your family through adoption. That's what this episode is about. Building your team to help build your family through adoption. And before we get into the interview, I wanted to just really briefly let you know about four free adoption ebooks that I have available for you on infantadoptionguide.com. They are the t- first one is called 10 questions to ask yourself to choose the type of adoption you want. Then there's the four ways to fund your adoption. Then there's 12 questions to ask adoption professionals. So when you're looking at which one to choose for your team, there's 12 questions you can ask. And then finally, there's an ebook about the 25 tips to surviving the adoption wait. So when you're waiting to adopt, how do you survive that time? I want you to go get these free free ebooks. Go to infantadoptionguide.com forward slash welcome. All you got to do is enter your first name or you don't even need to enter your name. Just enter your email address. I'll send you a special link. You can get them immediately and I know they'll help you on your journey. Okay, so this episode, the how and why of building your adoption team Really excited to have Becca on here. She is an adoption consultant. And I'll just let you listen to how she got into adoption consulting, that she's an adoptive mom herself, her story, and then how and why of building your adoption team. Let's get into the interview right now with Becca. Hey, everyone. Today we have a very special guest. Rebecca Greenspan is the founder of RG Adoption Consulting. As an adopted or single adoptive parent herself, Rebecca works with hopeful adoptive parents to educate, guide, and really be a hand to hold throughout the whole domestic adoption process. She also has years of experience as a therapist, a fundraiser, an event planner, a presenter, a mentor, and you can learn a lot more about her and her consulting services at rgadoptionconsulting.com. So I'm thrilled to have her today on the show because we're going to talk all about adoption teams and how to build your team and what even a team is. So welcome, Becca. You go by Becca, right? Yes. Well, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me today. I'm really excited to be part of your podcast. Very cool. Me too. I, I, I love this topic because adoption teams are, I mean, that's the basis for all part of setting yourself on your journey to adopt is is getting your team in place and i've seen people in fact you've written a, a blog post about this i read it, it was really good and there's been a few others but not very many that are talking about this and i think it's be, kind of becoming more and more of a big deal because 
folks get to the point of uh, wanting to adopt, and like I did, my wife and I did, and you get you kind of get overwhelmed. There's so much information out there. Where do we do? Where do we go? And having a consultant come onto the scene and into your team really helps you eliminate that overwhelm because so many people, and I've seen this in Facebook groups everywhere else, where people get to the point where they want to adopt, and they're like, okay. Uh, where's the adoption agency that's closest to me? Let's go with them. Or my wife's sister said that uh, this adoption agency helped this person adopt. So we'll go with them. So I think that's a huge part of what adoption consultants like you bring to the table. You can help people go, Mm-mm. we can help you do a lot better than that. Am I right about that? Absolutely. Absolutely. And And you're right. That is what most people think to do. And it might just well be the the best situation for them, but there is so much that goes into deciding how to go about your adoption journey that it's just not as simple as signing up with the nearest adoption agency. And I'll get into why a little bit later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I just want to make that point right off the bat that when you're talking about building your adoption team, it may be a new concept to people. But it's an important one because it really can help you set your you on your journey, eliminate the overwhelm, and help you adopt faster, which is what everybody wants. So before we get into the adoption team, I want you to tell us kind of about yourself, about your adoption story, what led you adoption to adoption, how you adopted, how that all that went. Okay, so it may be a little cliche, but being a mother is the one thing that I knew for certain I always wanted to be. It's a dream that never wavered for me. I would envision myself pregnant. I would try to imagine the feeling of a baby growing inside me. So yes, when I envisioned being a mother, my dream included pregnancy, my own pregnancy. Um, I've always been a dreamer. So It also included the gorgeous guy, the white picket fence, (laughs) lots of kids. I dreamt it all. But the reality of what was planned for me looked pretty different than all those rainbows in my head. Um, I haven't had a lot of luck in the love department, so being single put a little bit of a wrench in my life's plan. And I had some choices to make and had to dig deep. But again, looming in my head and mostly in my heart, was my strong desire to be a mom. So I started down the path of single motherhood. And at first, that path for me meant fertility, which ended up being a long journey in and of itself. And after a few years without success and a lot of emotional ups and downs, I put an end to that chapter and took a break. And during that break, I tried to talk myself out of being a single mom. Maybe it just wasn't for me. But no matter what I told myself, I just couldn't shake it. I had too much love to give and a huge desire to be a mommy. So um, something funny happened. When I was ready to walk down the path again, it became really clear to me that I most likely wouldn't conceive a child on my own or, in my case, with the help of a sperm sperm donor. (laughs) So I had some options to consider And although not knowing too much about adoption, in fact, having all sorts of myths in my head about what adoption was, it did seem the best choice for me, given 
my background and who I was. I, I started out as a social worker, and I've always been interested in working with children and, and families. And so it just made sense to me. And when I finally made that decision, I felt more at peace than I had when I started out the entire journey. It just felt right to me. And it was as if I hit, you know, my head hit against a brick. I, I realized, oh my God, I, I understand now that I had to go through all of what I went through to realize that it was really adoption all along for me. And after I made the decision to adopt, it happened really quickly for me with the help of a strong team that I put together. And I've been a really strong advocate for adoption ever since. I think it can be a really beautiful way to build your family. I know it can be um, with the right education and an open heart and the right team in place. So that's a little bit about me. Absolutely. And that's beautiful. Yes. There's so many, I think so many people can relate to that because uh, the infertility is um, a lot of what brings people like me and you into <laughs> into the adoption world and building your family through adoption. So thank you for sharing yeah. that. That's that's really helpful, and uh, I think everybody can relate to that. So it, it, we're here to talk about adoption teams, and you alluded to that, and you're really part of it now. Um, and you bring an interesting perspective being an adoptive mom and having all this uh, the social worker background and you really got some unique skills and uh, talents and uh, experience to bring to the table. And I just wanted you to explain really what, maybe this is a new term to people, adoption team. Can you just really explain mm -hmm. what that means? Sure. I'm so glad that we're talking about adoption teams because it's something that I really reiterate with my clients. An adoption team is a group of people consisting of experts, friends, and family who are going to guide and support you along your adoption journey, each with a very specific role, and hopefully who will help you get there much quicker than you would on your own. Yeah, absolutely. As we said at the beginning, adoption team is kind of a new concept because nobody really knows. I mean, you know, as you start to learn about adoption, you kind of realize, oh, yeah, okay, I, I guess I need a, an attorney at some point. But adoption right. agency is kind of the only thing that comes to your mind because that's just kind of traditionally how people that help you adopt is an adoption agency. And a lot's in, in some cases, in some states, that is absolutely the case. I mean, there's, there's hardly a way around it. You need to work with an adoption agency. Uh, but mm -hmm. there, are, there is such a thing as private adoption, which you may or may not need an adoption agency agency. It's uh, working with an attorney usually. And um, I mean, obviously, everybody needs a home study. But it's just a little bit different than going through an agency only. So you have an adoption team. Why should anyone who's hoping to adopt or even want to put together an adoption team? Well, your team are the people who are going to help you make the best decisions, lead you to the right match. Um, as quickly as possible and also give you hugs when you need them along the way. And trust me, you will need lots of them. Everybody needs a team. It's pertinent to the process, whether you're doing it quote unquote on your own, because it, you can never really do it on your own or, or through an agency, like you just mentioned, just like if you were to have surgery, you can't just rely on the doctor. 
there are so many people in place. There are people to do your intake, to prep the room, to hand the doctor the instruments, monitor your medications. I don't even know what else goes into it, but you need a team in place. And it's the same with adoption. You need the right people to help guide you to your dreams. Very interesting analogy, actually. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense because, yeah, and, and that's a big thing, right? If you go through surgery, you want to make sure you not only have a team, but you want the best team. <laughs> right. Absolutely. And that's exactly the same with adoption. You so, want the best team around you. So thinking in that same way, who should really be on our team then and why? All right. So there's... There's a, there's a number of people who should be on your team, starting with, um, well, I'll, I'll start with adoption consultants. Um, so think of an adoption consultant as a tour guide in a foreign country, right? You, you, know, the, you know those pie charts that show you a small piece which significant, uh, signifies sorry, what you know and then there's that little larger piece that signifies what you know you don't know. Mm-hmm. And then most of the pie shows you what you don't know you don't know. So I kind of feel like that describes adoption. And an adoption consultant can really help you understand what you don't know that you don't know. Um, Ultimately, an adoption consultant, and I'll I'll get in a little later into the intricacies of what a consultant does, but ultimately, an adoption consultant is going to help you, guide you to your baby in a quicker, smoother, and safer manner than you would on your own. So an adoption consultant should be part of your team. Um, Another person on your team is your home study agency and your social worker. So your home study is done to make sure you're legally cleared to adopt um, and that you are who you say you are and that you're prepared to bring a child into your life. So obviously, if these are the people clearing you to adopt, that's a pretty important piece of your team. And the social worker that's, that's assigned to do your home study is going to be with you for a really long time. So really, from the beginning of the process, When you first start out, all the way until finalization of the adoption, which is, I know that's jargon, but that usually happens about six months after you bring the baby home. So it's somebody that you're going to be spending a lot of time with, um, who is going to be in your home, visiting your baby. Um, So you want to make sure that... that, um, you have a good social worker on your team, and, and I'll talk about what that means a little bit later. Um, so the, the home study agency, the social worker, the consultant, then the adoption placement agency, or in, in my case, in the model that I like to promote is, is multiple agencies. Um, so it goes without saying why an adoption agency or agencies are important. Likely that's where you and your baby are going to find each other. So, adoption agencies. The next person on your team is an adoption attorney. So an adoption attorney can be used in many different ways, but you will definitely need an attorney to finalize your adoption. This typically happens, like I said, about six months after you bring your baby home and it makes the adoption legal and final. They can also be utilized. Some people use Um, attorneys to review agency contracts 
or sometimes they can act as an agency in some states and actually do placements for you um, and help you help you find the right match. If you're doing an independent adoption, as you mentioned before, Tim, where you're seeking out the expected mother on your own, you might want to reach out to an attorney um, to help you with that process, um, you know, a little bit earlier on. So an adoption attorney is important. Another person on your adoption team, and one that is often overlooked, actually the next two are, are, are somewhat obscure, um, is an OBGYN or a pediatrician. So this is one that not everybody thinks about and I think can be really one of the most important people on your team. You are given so many choices and have to think about so many different scenarios of what is acceptable to you and your family as it pertains to substance use of an expectant mother, health and mental health issues, and there's rarely a perfect situation. Let me say that again. <laughs> there's rarely a perfect adoption situation. So it's best to know from an expert who knows what most affects a baby in utero and when it affects them than to unknowingly accept or pass up a situation without all the information. So I think it's super important to get an educated professional opinion and insight from a professional, from an OBGYN or a pediatrician. Yeah, that's a very good point. The, that is kind of overlooked. And having adopted twice, uh, we you do get those people involved eventually. Uh, you just don't know that how soon you need to get them involved unless somebody tells you. So, And you're right, there's other issues that can come up like, special needs situations that are health related a couple things come to mind Um, just some uh, maybe there's drug use or alcohol use and maybe you could go to the doctor and go hey what do we what what should we expect here based on this kind of use right and and a lot of it is gut feeling but I think it goes beyond your gut here I think um, you know like I said you don't want to pass up a situation if if it otherwise could end up being perfectly fine, and at the same time you don't want to accept the situation when there may be some real concerns, and unless you know about what the concerns are and you're comfortable with them first. So I think they're an important part of your team. I also think another one that's, that's often overlooked is a counselor or a coach or a therapist who specializes in adoption. And I would say from the onset, there are a lot of issues that arise around adoption for the prospective parent and then down the road for the adoptive child. So things such as, have you fully grieved your infertility if, if you experience that? And are you truly ready to go down the path of adoption? What issues may come up for an adopted child that, that you may able to be able to start preparing for now? What fears do you have around adoption? Because most people do have fears in, in, around some part of adoption. Does the idea of an open adoption scare you? And if so, why? Um, are you comfortable talking to your child about his or her story? So there's so many. And then, and then when you bring the baby home, which is what something I'm starting to experience now, when your child starts asking all sorts of questions about their experience and their story. Are you prepared for them? 
And wouldn't it be great to just know who to call in those situations? Mm. So I say make that connection and start building that relationship early on, um, even before you start, and so that you'll have that person as part of your team, not just now, but for later um, as issues continue to arise. So I would say an adoption counselor is, is an important part of your team. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh-huh. Yeah, and then friends, family, and support groups. So while some people are more comfortable sharing with the world <laughs> that they're adopting, which is wonderful because you never know how you might find the right match for you, right? So if you're, especially if you're doing independent, you want to tell everybody. Um, but even if you're a little bit more private and you aren't telling people, there's probably a few people that you're telling. And, and I think that's important to have that support. You need cheerleaders in your, in your corner in a world that can be very critical about your decision to adopt. Um, you need a shoulder to cry on when you need that. And you need people to love you through this. Support groups are also terrific and can fill that same kind of space for you. Um, I'm single, so the Single Mothers by Choice group has been huge in my life, even before, you know, even when I was starting my fertility journey. Um, And then on top of that, there's a ton of great Facebook groups. So getting that support wherever feels right for you is a huge part of your team. Um, And then finally, I'd say your team doesn't really end when you adopt your baby the term might change and now it might be called a village. <laughs> so, you know, they, you know, the old saying, it takes a village and it really does. And I can't stress enough the importance of being part of, part of an adoptive family network. It's important not just for the adoptive parents, but also for the child to be surrounded by other children like them. So I'd say that those are the main people to have on your your team. Yes, very good, very very good list. I think that that kind of captures a lot. Um, yeah. So uh, let's. If you just had to narrow it down, and maybe people are looking at this list going, "Oh boy, that's I don't know how am I gonna <laughs> possibly find all those people and and get them all together?" Is there any that you would consider like an essential part of your team? Like, okay, these these are the people I absolutely have to have at least to get started. Well, you know, obviously I'm a little biased because I am an adoption consultant and I used an adoption consultant, but it's for those people who, who feel so overwhelmed, the adoption consultant really guides you to all of these people mm-hmm. and helps to remind you who, how to build your team and who's on your team and can, in a lot of cases, help you find the right people. So I'd say an adoption consultant um, for sure, you know, there's no weak link in this, in this group of people. Yeah. Um, you, you really need them all uh, around you. So I don't know that I could pick one, but yeah, I mean, obviously everybody has to have a home study done. So that would be an essential one, I guess, right. in my book, that you know, you have to do that. And, a, and, and an attorney. An attorney. Yeah. I mean, you absolutely have to have an attorney, you know, um, you right. know beyond that, absolutely, you know, I agree with you. <laughs> you need these people on your team uh, to help you com- to help you really be successful, um, not just before placement, but during placement and especially after placement. So, 
I think that that's a great list. And I think that really let's get dive into more about the adoption consultant. Cause I think that really, like you said, kind of encapsulates uh, what the, an adoption team is and, and you can help people build their team. So I don't wanted you to talk quick about why you started adopt the adoption consulting firm you got and just how you help people specifically through adoption consulting. Okay. So why I started, well, for years, I've always wanted to own my own business. I've, I've always been inspired specifically by women entrepreneurs. I've, I've written up so many business plans throughout the years and had so many great ideas, but none of them really stuck. And after adopting my son, my life changed. So for me, I realized that I, I was always meant to adopt. And after such an emotional roller coaster, I was so grateful to experience such a quick and fairly easy, and I say that in quotes because let's get real, nothing's really easy about adopting, but a fairly easy adoption journey that from the day I brought my son home, I just shared my story with everyone and I kind of became the go-to person in my community for adoption. And a I started counseling people on the back end while sending them all to my adoption consultants because I knew after my experience that absolutely nobody should navigate this on their own, um, talking about a team. And I, and I truly believed this. So realizing that adoption became my favorite subject <laughs> and I loved helping people with their journeys, I had my aha moment and I took what I knew and what I learned, and I also took what I was missing for me in my adoption journey, and I started RG Adoption Consulting. So that, that's how I started it. And what I do with, with clients is, you know, we talked about, I, I think we talked about education and, and knowing, not knowing what you don't even know. So I kind of break my work up into four different modules. And the first module is education. So I will educate my clients about every part of the adoption process so that they're fully prepared and know what to expect each step of the way and know how to build that team. Um, things like what even is a home study and what kinds of questions will be asked and what type of paperwork you, you'll need to how to recognize a risky situation. Um, and, and assessing if the, you know, what the right match is for you, which is a huge one. Um, and, and just, and how to be a great client for an agency and stay top of mind to an agency, um, what to expect in the hospital, how to acclimate as an adoptive family once you bring the baby home, all those things. This module is so important and agencies love when a client comes in already educated about the adoption process. It's true. I ask every one of the agencies that I have in my network, what makes a good client? The number one answer is a well-educated one. So that part is really super important for them to get clear that they know and understand what they're getting into and, and what the process is. So the second module is the adoption profile. And some people have heard of it called a Dear Birth Mother Letter. But a profile is essentially a window into your life. It's a storybook with pictures, captions, stories, and letters. 
that's going to give an expectant mother and sometimes father too a very clear picture as to who you are and how her baby is going to fit into your life. And you'll notice I said expectant mother. The term birth mother is really a term that should only be used for women who have already given birth. So technically the letter is written not to a birth mother, but to an expectant mother. Um, although birth mother is still often used um, in the adoption world, it, it's really an expectant mother. Um, so back to the profile. This is essentially what an expectant parent or parents are going to choose you from. So while you're both choosing each other, it's a, it's a two-sided choose, <laughs> if you will, you want to make sure that your profile represents you fully, truthfully, and in the best light possible while it also speaks to the expectant mother. So I have a proven model that I use to work with clients, which guides them in putting their profile together. Um, and for those of you listening, I'm about to give you a huge tip about your profile. Carry a notepad around with you for a week. And just start jotting down memories, stories, and things that make you unique. And then look for your pictures. People usually do this backwards. You never know what an expectant mom is going to connect with. But the point is, give her something to connect to, not just a pretty picture. So you really want those stories and those memories to get the essence of you. So we work closely in putting together an awesome profile that not only will you be proud of, but will get the attention of an expectant mother, which is our main objective, of course. So that's the second module. The third module is adoption sources, meaning agencies and attorneys um, that a client can sign up with to adopt a baby. Adoption consultants are usually what's what one of the things that's unique about us is that we're usually very well networked with various agencies across the country, which is why when I talked about building a team, I said agencies. So typically the model of an adoption consultant is to work with multiple agencies with low upfront fees, which ultimately leads to a quicker adoption. Um, everybody has different desires and comfort levels when it comes to adoption and what you're open to, which is totally okay. In fact, it's, it's, you must be true to yourself because it's a lifelong commitment. So based on your desires, um, you, a client will receive a personalized list of licensed agencies and attorneys who can do placements and together we'll review the current stats of each place and financials for each agency, so then a, which will help a client choose who they want to sign up with. So, so far we have education, adoption profile, and adoption sources, and then the fourth module is support, essentially a hand to hold. During this time after you apply to agencies, Situations are being presented to you. You're doing a lot of waiting. You might not be hearing back from your agencies as often as you'd like. Many things come up. And like I said before, I've never met a perfect situation in adoption. So during this time, a consultant is a sounding 
board, a voice of reason, reason, a shoulder to cry on, a messenger, a mediator, whatever's needed, and also to help you really talk through and look at a situation from an unbiased viewpoint um, to make sure that you are choosing a situation that's comfortable to you and you haven't missed anything. Um, And then also as a referral source, anything from an adoption attorney to where you can connect with other families when you bring a baby home. I think that kind of sums up everything that an adoption consultant can provide. Yeah, that's a lot. (laughs) That's a lot. That's that's amazing, actually. And a lot of people, you know, I can't tell you how many times I've heard a lot of my clients will come to me after they've been waiting a year or more. And say, I never knew that you existed. Yeah. I can so see I that. So I think that's part of our our um, our goal is, is to get the word out that adoption consultants exist and this is what they do. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's the important part about talking about your team is that really the, ter- the adoption consultant term is maybe new to a lot of people as well. And man, it's just huge if you can and help people bring everything together like that and mm-hmm. give them I mean what you're really doing is saving people time headaches stress uh, all the things that you want when you're starting your adoption journey you know you just can't I just can I just trim this down a little bit I mean why is it gonna take me so long why is it gonna take me so many years why do right. I have to figure all well, this out and on my it's own breaking it down yeah because people are like, I'm ready, I'm ready now. Mm-hmm. And they want to do everything at once. And, and you really can't tackle everything at once. Yeah. There's timing, there's there's a there's a rhythm to it. And there's a timing of it all also, which is very important. Yeah, there's definitely a process. And that's not mm-hmm. just because um, certain people want to set up that way. That's because uh, sometimes that's just the way the law is set up as well. I mean... <laughs> I mean, you can't, you have to have a placement, you have to have the finalization after that, you have to have a home study before placement. I mean, those things all have to happen in order. And so I I think it's great that you're there to help people uh, eliminate that overwhelm and just break things down. It it feels comfortable and it feels a lot less stressful when you're breaking it down into those modules that you're talking about. Can you run those modules down one more time just to make sure we got them all? First one is sure. education. Education, the adoption profile, mm-hmm. adoption sources, and support. Yeah, perfect. I'll put those also in the show notes just to make sure uh, everybody, if you're trying to write this down or remember them, uh, we'll have them there for you as well. So thank you so much for, for sharing all that because I think it really will help people bring things together and 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 understand the process better. Um, I, one thing I wanted to mention is that on your website, the first thing you noticed, if you go if you go there for the first time, rgadoptionconsulting.com, you have this really cool free guide where right there waiting for people to get. And uh, right, right at the top, you say, can't wait to bring your baby home. Most people don't have the right adoption tools, and I don't want that to happen to you. So you offer this free guide. It's called Six Steps to a successful, safer, and smoother adoption journey. That's what we just talked about. That will lead you, yeah. lead you to your baby in less than a year. And that kind of stuck out to me too, less than a year. I mean, that, that kind of make people's ears perk up a little bit. Um, you have 
some statistics or some uh, people that a lot of people that have done that in less than a year? Absolutely. And that's the whole, the whole model of, of signing up with multiple agencies. I mean, if you think about it, um, and that's one of the biggest reasons, um, you know, right from the beginning, you said most people go to their local agency. Well, what do you know about their wait times or how many people are waiting right now for, mm-hmm. for the same things that you're waiting for? And these are all important things to think about when you're thinking about agencies. The other thing is, you know, the financials, which get in the way for a lot of people. Right, absolutely. If you are able to sign up with more agencies at once, that usually equates to more situations being presented to you, which leads to a quicker adoption. So the agencies that I guide my my clients to all have just application fees that are that are typically smaller fees, anything from zero to 2000 at the most. But the average being about 500 to 750. Okay. And what is the typical number of agencies that a person would connect with? Um, would it be three? Or? I'd say on average three to four. Okay. I really encourage people to sign up with at least three agencies. And I'm sure the agencies love this because they're not having to go out and try to find adoptive families. But so you're kind of helping bridge the gap. You're bringing families to them and they can have an adoption situation or an expectant mom that's that has plenty of families to pick from or to choose or to help connect with or match with. So it's kind of the best of both worlds that way. It is the best of both worlds. And, and you bring up a good point, too, because sometimes agencies have a hard time placing certain situations for right. a great number of reasons. And they will reach out to the consultants that they have relationships with. And then we're able to, you know, blast those situations out to our clients. And they can then work with that agency um, around that situation. That's actually how I got matched. Hmm. I didn't get matched from any of the agencies I applied to. Interesting. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Yep. I mean, there's just so many variables out there, and you the ultimate thing you're trying to do is get matched with an expectant mom somewhere, and that is really your goal. I mean, after you get your home study done, and your that's that's your goal. So that's right. However, you can do that the fastest way, and not just fastest, but safest. You know, avoid the safest, it. and it really has to be the right match. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so really, how long does it really take? to adopt a baby, especially uh, when you're using in a consultant like yourself? Tim, that's a loaded question. <laughs> <laughs> there are so many variables, and I get that question all the time, yeah. so I say that in jest. My hope, and, and, and I truly believe it, it, it shouldn't take um, over a year, and in fact, I, I've had people that get matched in, in a week. Um, and it really depends on timing, mm-hmm. being at the right place at the right time. It depends on how well your, your profile presents. It also depends on what you're open to. Right. So if you think about what you're open to and choosing the right agencies based on how many other people are at this agency, 
looking for what you're open to, which is why it's important to kind of review all the agencies to pick which one is the right one for you. How many agencies you're with, the more being, the more agencies means more situations presented to you. All of that is going to lead you to a quicker adoption. So I typically tell people that it should take somewhere between three months to a year. It could happen a lot quicker, and it can happen longer. Yeah. But it shouldn't have to. Do you see any difference in somebody that is adopting for the first time versus somebody that maybe has, like our, like we are, we have two, and we're looking to adopt a third time? Is there any difference in the amount of time you may have to wait to match? Well, I'll tell you a story of a family I just helped adopt who had four biological children already, and they were a combined family. Um, so second marriage, each bringing kids in. They had four children between the two of them, and they wanted to adopt a fifth. Hmm. And they adopted within within a few months. Wow. They were chosen. So statistically, maybe, um, people adopting for the first time, so I've heard, um, have an easier time, but I really haven't seen it. I really, truly believe that no matter if you're single, if you're gay, if you're straight, if you're black, if you're white, if you have children already or not, it's all about what that birth, what that expectant mother, I correct myself, um, connects with. Right. And it only takes one. Well, on that note, I, I wanted to make sure and ask you this, because this is near and dear to my heart. Uh, when you are trying to connect or trying to find an expectant mom, and you make your profile and you're and you're building your profile, that's a huge tool. Do you have anybody that make videos, profile videos, or do you finding those are are really powerful or not as far as connecting with prospective birth moms? I personally haven't had a lot of experience with that with my clients. I, I do know that agencies are starting to incorporate that more and more and requiring their clients to put together a video as well and are starting to provide their clients tools in order to do that. Um, I've only seen a couple videos, and I think they, they can be effective if done correctly, but we don't want to lose the essence to really get your personality and who you are into that video. Mm. You still want to connect. You still need to connect with that person. Yep. So I think that's important to keep in mind. Absolutely. Okay. Interesting. We, we've made videos on our, on our, both of our adoptions and now this third one too. So uh, it's kind of a, a near and dear. And I'm, I'm coming up with my own little, course uh, to try to teach people how to do this as well so I, it's that's why i say it's near and dear to my heart i really think they're they can be if done right they can be a very powerful way to to connect so that that's was, awesome i'd love to yeah. learn that from you yeah well i'll share it here soon <laughs> so i can pass it on all right so i want to wrap this up thank you so much for all your time and all your wisdom all your experience very good stuff one thing i wanted to add last thing i really wanted to ask you was what else would you like people to know about just the importance and the essence of building an adoption team? 
so first of all, thank you so much for having me on today. I, I really have enjoyed it and, and appreciate the honor. Um, adoption team, getting the right team in place for you is so important. And that really means being comfortable with the people that you choose, trusting them, mm. making sure that they will be responsive to you. I remember when I was first assigned a social worker for my home study, and we just couldn't get our schedules together. And I didn't want to have to wait three weeks just to get my first visit scheduled. So I advocated for myself and asked if I could get a different social worker. And it was such a great move on my part. So make sure you click with the person, the people on your team, because um, they're playing an important role in one of the most important journeys of your life. And one other person that I failed to mention on your team, you. <laughs> you can be... You can be the prospective adoptive parent or parent can be the strongest person on your team by staying positive, leading with an open mind and an open heart, so important, and putting trust in your team and in the process. Without it, you get in your own way. With it, magic will happen. Beautiful. Absolutely. You are the first person in your team. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Absolutely. That's great. That's great. Well, thank you so much for sharing everything. Uh, like I, I mentioned earlier, uh, I highly encourage everybody to go to your site, rgadoptionconsulting.com. Get her six steps, uh, this free guide to a successful, safer, and smoother adoption journey. I mean, she talks about how to put together your A team, which is everything we talked about today how much money you're going to need and when you're going to need it, how to choose the right type of option for you. All that stuff is in there. So all you got to do is put your name and your email address and she's going to send it to you. So I highly recommend going there and you've got something special you want to share for the listeners here, don't you? Yes, I would be happy to um, offer all of your listeners. First of all, I, I will provide a free consultation to anybody who is thinking about adoption for them. You can sign up on my website um, under contact and just let me know that you heard about me from this podcast. And if you do decide to, um, that you would like to add an adoption consultant on your team, I will um, take 10% off of my fees for any of your listeners. Awesome. Very generous of you. Thank you for doing that. So I, I think that's that's a huge help for anybody that's considering. I mean, you know, even if you think you have your team together or, or you feel like you're, oh, I, I, we're doing okay, but maybe you've been waiting a while or maybe you just feel like you're not getting any traction on your adoption journey so far. You're, you maybe you feel stuck in the process or the person you're working with, the adoption profession you work with, are in really helping you as much as you'd like. Give Beck a call. She can at least talk you through it for a free consultation and then see if maybe there's something she could do to help you. So if you if they go and sign up on your site, what would they have to do? Just mention the Infant Adoption Guide podcast or how would they? Uh... Just click on contact, mm -hmm. fill out my little form, and it asks how you found out about me. You can can write that in there. Very good. And then, um, yep, if you sign up within 30 days of our consultation, then I will take 10% off. Awesome. Thank you for that. So thank you so much, Becca. It was a pleasure to talk to you, and uh, hopefully we can meet in person one day 
And uh, absolutely, I'd love that. Yeah, I think it's so important to help more and more people get through the process and get through their journey, uh, like you say, safer and smoother and more successful. Because I agree, it uh, really there's there's some big hurdles to cross for everybody that's starting their journey or already on their journey. So I thank you for all that you do to help people. My pleasure. It's truly an honor. All right. Thanks again. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. All right. Great interview with Becca. I really appreciated her expertise and what she brings to helping people build their adoption team. And hopefully if you knew nothing about adoption teams before, now you know and even if you had started building your team, maybe you learned something about the people that are important to add to your team. So I highly encourage you to go back and listen to the interview again because uh, there's lots of nuggets and there are a lot of words of wisdom that Becca shared. And uh, I know I'll go back and listen to it too because it's really good, good information for anybody who's hoping to adopt. So please uh, share this episode and this interview with anybody you think that could that could benefit from all of the information that we shared with you today. Also, I would like to share with you, if you're interested in building your team and, and going down the road of adoption, I made this quick little resource guide, this ebook called Seven Steps to Domestic Infant Adoption. And you can get it on Amazon. It's only $2.99. And, or you, and you can get it through the website too. It's infantadoptionguide.com forward slash seven steps. And it'll get you to Amazon. You can download it immediately and start going through it. It's uh, I, I'm, I'm proud of the little resource guide I made, and I hope it helps you. Okay, lastly, I just wanted to ask if you could please uh, get this podcast into ears of more and more families just like you. Just All you need to do is leave an honest review on iTunes. It's easy to do. InfiniteAptionGuide.com forward slash iTunes. Take you there. You can subscribe to the show. So anytime a new episode comes out, you automatically get it sent to your phone or anywhere, any device you have that, that you can get podcasts to. And so I really appreciate you taking the time to do that. And I know just want to wrap up the show with just asking you, what are you, how are you going to build your adoption team? Who are you going to put in there? Uh, who do you need to add? Uh, who do you already have on your team? Think about that as you go on your journey and I know this episode will help you in building that team. If you have any questions for me, leave me a message at tim at infantadoptionguide.com. I look forward to hearing from you. And thank you. God bless you. And we'll talk to you on the next episode of the Infant Adoption Guide podcast. Thanks for listening to my dad.